Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Lib's BB Podcast. I'm Lib, and this is my Big Brother fan podcast where we talk all things Big Brother. So let me just start by saying I wouldn't call myself a super fan, which is why I started by saying uh, this is a fan podcast, because I'm pretty sure there's some really strict rules about what makes a super fan. And I'm not trying to be part of that mess. I'm not claiming to be a super fan. I'm just a big brother lover. I love live feeds. I'm a live feed watcher. I'm a hardcore Twitterer. I retweet a lot because we all know the internet wins every time. And I'm not as clever as many of uh, many of you. Um, So that's sort of my Big Brother watching experience. So I started this podcast because I thought, I want to talk about Big Brother all the time. I want to talk about the people on Big Brother, the strategies on Big Brother. And I go to Twitter all the time and I engage with the people on Twitter. I read articles and there's no one in my life that really watches Big Brother the way that I do. So I thought, let me get a microphone and scream into the ether all my thoughts about Big Brother. So if anyone listens, I can hear their thoughts. They can share them with me and I can leave the rest of the people in my life alone. And I don't have to talk about Big Brother all the time to them. So I'm doing this podcast also just to save my family and friends from having to listen to me after coming off a really disappointing season of Big Brother Over the Top. I'm not sure if you watched it, but I'm sure I will reference it throughout the shows. And I'm not really super happy with last year's Big Brother winner, so, but I think we can get, get into all of that later. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about me and my Big Brother journey. I think you'll pick up on where my Big Brother life begins based on the people I referenced, the seasons I referenced. You know, spoiler alert, I have not watched every single season of Big Brother, but I do know a lot of the big game players. Um, I know a lot of the alliances. I have some of my favorites. And I always go back and I try to watch seasons so that I am caught up. I want to be a super fan, but I feel like to be a super fan, you really have to watch the episodes from other countries. And I just can't bring myself to watch BB Canada, BB UK, maybe next time, maybe next year. But right now, I'm not there. So this is actually my favorite part of the season of Big Brother. Everybody's fresh. All the house guests are fresh. I have no opinions of everyone. I can't live without any single one of them. So the idea of one of them going home is just like, wait, what? No, but I need them. And that's my favorite part. I don't hate anyone. I don't love anyone. So what I want to spend this time talking about is just that, the house guests. We met 16, well, 17 new house guests last night. Um, There will be spoilers on this um, podcast. I'm going to be talking about the episodes after they happen. I'm also going to be talking about live feeds. If you don't want to hear about live feeds, if you don't want to hear spoilers, maybe we can adjust it for you down the line. But right now, we're going to be talking about everything because, again, that's what I need this show for. So anyway, like I was saying, I really want to talk about the house guests. It's great because you can make these snap judgments. You can kind of go off of what they're giving you. And you don't really feel so judgmental judgmental because that's what they're giving you. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand there's editing involved. Again, I watched um, Big Brother Over the Top this uh, winter, I guess it was. And it was really awesome insight. It was awesome to see the show without the editing. But again, that's all stuff we can talk about as we talk about this season's Big Brother 19. So without any further rambling from me, let us dive in to Summer's Guiltiest Pleasure. 
What I did earlier today, this may sound crazy, was I made a list of the house guests, but I made the list from memory. So I thought this would be the best way to see whose name I remembered, who made an impression on me, who I cared about, whose name I cared to remember. And I I thought it was a really good way to see like who resonated with me. Now I'm going to go down the list. There's only 17 people. This is not a list that says if they're first, they're my favorite. If they're last, I hated them. This is not a ranking list. This is just a list to kind of say like, wow, who who kind of really stood out to me? And I again, I like that part of the season. I like being able to pick the people you think are going to stand out um, and, and again, judge them off very little because then once you start to see people's personalities, ugh, like then I become ugly and I don't like that side of me. First on my list is... Christmas. I don't know how you cannot start with Christmas. I don't know if it's just because her name is Christmas or what, but let's see how many times I can say Christmas throughout this podcast. So I really liked Christmas. I don't know what it was that really drew me to her. I like the fact that she's a strong female. Now, I will say, I think the intro that they gave her last night on the episode was not as good as Jeff's interview with her or on CBS.com. With Jeff's interview, I definitely saw a lot of personality from her. And I really liked her. I was like, oh, look, she's quirky. Like, she's very poised. It doesn't seem like you can catch her off guard. And I appreciate people like that because... I'm not always like quick witted and I just like I'm in awe of people who are like that. Um, So I I think she has that. I worry a little bit about her. I'm afraid she's going to be treated unfairly. And hear me out. So when you have a guy on Big Brother who is clearly a competition beast, who is clearly strong and, you know, whatever, whatever it is, tall, strong, big, just there's that immediate reaction that he must be good at competition. So I have to align myself with him. I have to pack up with him like I need a strong like girls do it. Guys do it. Girls do it to be close to the big guy. Guys do it because it makes them feel cool, I think. You know, I I really worry that there's going to be the opposite reaction to Christmas. So she's a a CrossFit trainer, a a best-selling artist. She really has a really good resume. She's legit. I mean, listen, when she did a handstand up against the wall and a push-up at the same time, I don't know. I was like, okay, whatever. I feel like she's going to be a target for the same reasons that men are valued on the show, I feel like there's going to be a little bit of like, oh, we need to get rid of Christmas because she could be a threat. And I really hope that doesn't happen. I want to see an actual strong female competitor. We've had them in the past. I don't know if we've had someone as physically strong as her, but when I think of strong female competitors, obviously the number one strongest female competitor of all time is Janelle. Uh, Rachel's up there as a strong female competitor. And I guess off the top of my head, I probably have to go back and do some like seasonal reviews of people. Um, Shelly from I think two seasons ago, she was a strong competitor. She kind of hung in there. But I, I think with a lot of those um, female competitors, it was like grit. There was like this will to to win. And I think that's wonderful and I will never knock a will to win. But I think with what's awesome with Christmas is that she's just strong and that's it. It's, you know, she can have, she can have all the will to win in the world, but she's just strong. Uh, So I like her and I'm not going to lie. She won me over with the, you know, I don't wear red to be subtle with the J Roy hair flip. So I liked Christmas. Next on my list is Cody. 
Cody, 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 Cody. So unfortunately, it seems like with Cody, Big Brother, you know, picked some eye candy, which of course we can expect on Big Brother. And, you know, I when on Jeff's interview with Cody, I, I was all right. I mean, I was okay with him. I, I I was like, he doesn't even seem like he wants to be here. I'm not really sure why we're trying to force him into this. But then after watching last night's episode, I like had to gasp in horror. And again, this is where watching Big Brother over the top comes in handy. He's Monty. He's Monty. And that makes me cringe. Now, here's hoping that Cody doesn't have the same microaggressions that Monty had. Or, you know, as some people say, myself included, just a racist. But, you know, you don't know someone's heart. But a lot of the things that Monty said were racist or perceived racist by the house. Um, No matter how you cut it, they were microaggressions. You don't accuse someone of stealing their clothes. We'll get back to that. So I'm just a little bit wary about Cody because he did seem just, he had a little Monty quality about him where he just sort of thought he was the best. He didn't understand why Paul didn't give him the bracelet. When, again, editing can be taken into account. But like, Paul didn't give you the bracelet. But if the editing is true, you didn't talk to him. And again, that could be Big Brother just setting us up to to create this huge alliance, you know, with, with Paul and Monty. I mean, they've been in the house for a little while. Last night wasn't a live entrance. So we don't know what can be happening, what they're setting us up for. But he just had that extremely arrogant quality about him. And I I guess I guess he's going to be a villain. I, I don't know. I'm curious to see how it plays out. One thing I will say is I'm not ready for him to leave yet. I feel like he's a, a, car- a personality or a house guest that's meant to be in the game. So next on my list is Elena. I was really surprised with Elena. Everybody likes Elena. So a little backstory. Elena is a radio personality, someone very near and dear to me as a radio personality. So I'm a little familiar with the radio world. So when Elena comes on and says, you know, I'm a radio personality, I was concerned. I thought, oh God, am I going to hate this girl? Because either she thinks she's a radio personality, the person I know is extremely good. So, you know, you kind of judge people a little bit. And I thought, oh God, what kind of personality can she possibly have? She has a personality. And I was excited about that. Going back to what I said, I appreciate people who are quick-witted, who have a good response, and uh, she endeared me with two things. One, I have a millennial, or I have a hashtag on my wall. I don't know, don't all millennials have hashtag on their wall? Cute. It was cute. It was endearing. And then when she took the cheese sandwich to Paul and he asked her if there was Bray and she said, what am I, an animal? You know, I I just like I have a little bit of a soft spot for, for responses and things like that. So I'm interested to see how Elena plays out. It seemed like Twitter liked her, which I was kind of surprised. The first interview that I saw with her, I was really not sure how she would go over on Twitter. You know, she's pretty. She's huge boobs, which is always nice. I like to see girls play that have huge boobs because I am I have bigger boobs. And I think, God, could I ever play a big brother? And to see her, it's great because she can compete. So I like Elena. I mean, I think she's just a personality. And that's what I like. Like I said, this list is more just like who stuck with me. And she really stuck with me. So I'm interested to see. I'm interested to keep her around. Do I think she might float a little bit? I kind of do. I think she might have a little bit of a floating quality in her, but we'll see. Again, this is the part I love. You can't make these judgments just yet. You know, as 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 it stands, one, two, three. 
as it stands right now, everyone's a player. So I don't even like to call someone, I don't want to degrade someone by calling them a floater, if you will, or whatever it's going to be called at this point. People get mad about the term floater. I don't know. Next up, I have Alex. So this seems weird, but when I was thinking about the list or when I was going through the people in my head, I I wouldn't have put Alex at the top. But her performance last night in that challenge where she held on and she told Cody to eat (laughs) I loved it. I was like, this girl, awesome. Now, everybody compared her to Pow from season I think she was 15 I'm not sure I have to look but everybody compared her to pow pow from a few seasons back which I mean come on you're just like being racist she's Asian she's Asian if they're not the same I, she actually reminded me a little bit of Natalie from Jesse's season that whole debacle she actually reminded me a little bit of Natalie from that season so I was kind of concerned like what is this going to look like but she got on that bar and That was heart. And that's what I was talking about before. Some of these people have heart and some of them have strength. And she held her own. And when he tried to offer her safety, I mean, what kind of offer was that anyway? It's day one. What are you talking about safety? Again, go away, Monty, Cody, Cody, Monty, Monty. You can't even combine their names because it's Monty and it's Cody and they're the same thing. So I liked Alex. I was really impressed with her. And I hope she keeps that spirit. I hope she keeps that like kick-ass, you know, spirit about her. She's a gamer, so she's playing. So I'm interested to see, again, if you watch Big Brother Over the Top, there was part of me, you know, if Alex won that conversation, my my tweet was going to be something like, oh, this is the Alex we've been waiting for, because I was not a big fan of Alex from Big Brother Over the Top. Next up, I have Ramses. Ramses didn't do a lot last night in the episode, except try to create alliances. <laughs> and I don't know if I put Ramsey on here at this point because he kind of annoyed me. I want to like him. I'm not the one that always falls for like the lovable geeky character. You know, you're up there with everybody else as far as I'm concerned. But I couldn't understand the alliance creating with strangers. Like it just it boggled my mind. I was like, OK, Ramsey, I want you to stay. I think there's a place for you. But... This is not going to work. We can't be scrambling with Jillian and Megan of all people. Like what is happening? So I don't know. He kind of stuck with me because he's he's playing a little fast. He's playing a little hard. He came right out of the gate and said, I'm a super fan. You know, I kind of see him ending up like Josea or something like that. I just I don't know where he's going with this, but I guess we'll see. Next up is Kevin, of course. Um, It's super interesting that they have such an older player this season. He's a father, uh, married 31 years. I think he's 55. Did he say he was? I don't know how to feel about Kevin. I want to like Kevin. You know, I, I always like the, the standout or, or the one of these is not like the other player. It was Glenn. Um, who else was it? They went through the list last night, but that's what I like. I like kind of that, that player, except Shelly from many, many seasons ago. You know, she was the one who got stuck in the goo. She was she was funny. Anyway, um, so that's Kevin. Kevin's like the token old guy this season. He made it past the first uh, night, which is kind of interesting. That doesn't normally happen. Uh, you know, I want to like him, but he I his personality that, you know, my buddies, Joey, Jimmy, you know, Joey, one eye. I don't know. It, I feel like it's going to irritate people. And I feel like it's going to irritate people because it's like he's trying to be young. 
I think if he has more moments, like his first moment when he was talking about his daughters taking onesies instead of selfies, you know, if he has moments like that, I really think that will help him through. I also think that there's some like people might have some sympathy for him. Uh, So I don't know. I'm interested to see. I really don't like when they put people in the game who just have no idea, who've never played the game or they don't really know it. I, I don't like it. I don't want all super fans. I don't want all fans, but I do want people who understand the concept of the game. Could It could get nasty. And I would never want my father on TV. Baby fans can be harsh. And if any of his children are following along online, on Twitter, um, in articles, other podcasts, like, oh, I could never deal with that type of scrutiny on my on my dad I just I couldn't so but I mean big ups to them I guess if if that's if they can handle it and he seems like he might be fun I mean at least he's not trying to take a nap or go to bed at eight o'clock so next I have Josh I picked Josh because Josh has a huge personality of course again I feel I feel like Josh is just like your standard character loud proud you know uh, he annoyed me when he went into the room with Paul and did the let's cut through the Like we know I I wasn't a fan of that, but you know what? There's a a character like that. I hate saying character, but there's a person like that every season. And, you know, he's a toss up. He's actually kind of in the middle of the list. If you think about it, he can either make it far because he's life of the party and he's funny and he's got like that guy humor quality about him or he'll go right away because it's like too much, like too much. Calm down, bring it down. You know, we'll see. I think he's he's a 50-50 flip on what could happen to him. Dominique, I have next. I love Dominique. First of all, she's beautiful. She's so pretty. But I worry again about Dominique. I, I will, you know, there were people on Twitter saying like, I can't handle this religious stuff. I don't want to hear about Jesus in the diary room, things like that. You know what? None of that bothers me. I don't care. Like, whatever, whatever works for you, whatever you need to do. I'm cool with that. We had, you know, I I don't like the fact that they took another African-American woman and so many people so quickly were just like, oh, she's Jocasta again. And I just, I'm so weary of that stereotyping and I'm so worried that she's just going to fall into some hole. And we know that Big Brother has to be more diverse. Like we're, we're all working for Big Brother to get more diverse. But, you know, Dominique is all by herself and I'm concerned. I'm hoping that she doesn't have the same fate as other black house guests have had where they get isolated or they get iced out, you know. But I have a little bit of faith in this bunch and I, I'll get to that later why I have a better feeling about this bunch. But I'm interested to see Dominique play. I mean, she's a nuclear engineer Hello, she's smart. She said it herself. Being a woman in her field, she can handle tough situations. So I'm interested to see her play. You know what else I love about her? She's super positive. And I think you have to have that. I think you have to have that kind of person on the cast, if not for the house, but for the viewers. Um, So the rest of the list we get into, it's like dry. It's a little bit dry. I know a lot of you might disagree with me, but for me, we're getting into like the drier personalities. I have Mark next. And Mark was, Mark is the big bodybuilder who, I mean, it's so endearing when he's like, thanks grandma. Like the way he says grandma, I can't even 
imitate it. But I guess he's, I don't know where he said he was from, but he, he sounded like he might've been from Chicago or he just had some kind of accent about him that was definitely endearing. But you know, Mark is, Mark is your standard BB house guest, big dude. Everybody's going to flock to him because they think he's a competitor. He's probably very like probably gets along with everybody so it's kind of hard to see like where's he gonna go um he said that he's just a soft softy at heart his favorite color is pink things like that you know that's all well and good mark was just a, a little dry to me he was a little wallpapery uh we'll see he might be the kind of person that ends up in a showman's i don't know with who i kind of have some thoughts about that too that we can cover quickly but i really want to stick to the house guests right now jillian oh my god you guys you don't like jillian so much it's crazy you guys on twitter are like get rid of Jillian. I'm like, what did Jillian? She's beige. I mean, there's a lot like, again, not a huge personality, but the vibe I get from Jillian is like, she was heavy. She lost a lot of weight. You know, she's still insecure. Maybe I can relate to Jillian. I'm going through my own weight loss right now. I haven't lost 50 pounds. I haven't done bypass surgery in Tijuana. What? Like what? Okay. We'll talk about that later. But, um, I, I don't know. I think Jillian has to get over a lot of insecurities before she can really uh, let herself be or show her true colors. So I'm interested to see how Jillian comes out of her shell. But I'm just, not, you know, like I said, I can't live without anybody just yet. <laughs> so I'm not ready to see Jillian go. I worry, though, that she'll end up just being like a number. So she could get by because people are just going to take her along for the ride or the opposite. And she'll just get sacrificed because you know, what do they need her around for? But I can't get, I mean, you guys on Twitter were like, oh, Jillian is the worst. Even before the show started so much when I was on Twitter and I was doing like the BB19 hashtag, everybody's, I don't like Jillian. Jillian's the one I went to. And I go, I gotta go look this girl up. Did I miss her interview? Like who does everybody not like so much? But you know, I like everybody right now, except maybe Cody, but I like everybody right now. Next up, I have Matt. Matt is as... I don't know. He just, he really had no personality. Like my notes on Matt were like loyal friends with salt and pepper hair. Like right now he's just the hot guy in the house. Everybody's falling all over themselves for Matt. I think Matt, if what he says is that he's like this loyal, good friend, his friends are the most important things to him. You know, I think guys like that tend to go really far in this game because they're super easy to be around. And if you're the kind of guy that's super easy to be around, Guys want to be around you. Girls want to be around you. There's no drama. You know how to listen. You're not talking all the time, which is something I can see like Josh doing or Kevin or even Ramsey's. Yeah, I think I think um, Mark, I'm sorry, Matt can actually go pretty far just because he said he had, you know, his friends are the most important thing to him. And just in my own life experience and the show experience, you know, he had that like maybe a little bit of Hayden where he was just kind of there, super easy to be around, like didn't make waves and just flew under the radar. So I think that might be where Matt falls into the pantheon of BB house guests or I mean characters. They kind of put you in buckets, it seems. Next up is Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. Well, so here's the thing. I'm happy to see Jessica. I'm actually happy to see less of Jessica because, and again, I said I'll get into this later, the, the casting this season seems pretty good, but you know there's going to be a model. Jessica, something about Jessica, she reminded me of Kristen Cavallari. 
back in like Laguna Beach days, if you watched any of that. But something about her just had that quality to me. I mean, right now she's the pretty girl getting by. I don't have a lot of thoughts on Jessica. She's just sort of there. And I I, I think she'll go places. I She'll probably end up in a showman. I hate saying that. That's so, you know, typecasting or typing her. But, I, you know, she could end up in a showman's. Hopefully all the stuff she says about winning, hopefully she has some of that grit, some of that like will to win, you know. Next, I have Megan. So, I, you know, I'm surprised I put Megan down so far on the list because she obviously had a personality and she was one of the three on the block last night. So, you know, she should have been the first one to come to mind. But you know what? I just, I don't know. Something about her just didn't come up when I was like, you know, Megan. All right. I'm okay with Megan's with Megan's interview with Jeff. It was pretty good. Megan lost me last night when she talked about girls being whiny. I hate girl haters. I'm not, you know, the, I don't up all my girlfriends. I'm not always up cheering them on. I've made many mistakes in my friendships in my life, but I cannot deal when someone says, ugh, they're girls. I hate girls. Or, I don't have any friends that are girls. I think it's I think it's a lie. I think you're doing the same thing that all those girls are doing that you complain about. You're just taking a different approach. You're all after the man, but you're trying to appeal to a different side of his sensibilities. And I that's just the vibe I got from Megan. You know, I'm going to be a guy's best friend. I'm going to be this, you know, because girls suck. And they did show that clip when she just was sort of rude to Jessica. And I thought, oh, God, I hope she's not like that all season. And here's why. Megan's background is amazing, right? She's former military and interrogator. What? That is so awesome. You know, we had Derek play and he was a cop and that was one of the like a, a was he an ex-cop or he was a cop or undercover cop and that was awesome not everybody loved Derek he wasn't super exciting but it was awesome to watch him work because he knew how to talk to people he knew how to drill people and I liked that about him and I, I really want to see Megan play I want to see her apply those skills but I can't with that girls are whiny I don't like girls mm, keep it you can keep her Again, I don't want her to leave, though, and that's my dilemma. I'm not ready to see her go because I want to see her play. I just don't want to see her play with that attitude. Next is Cameron. Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. So, like I said, spoilers all around. Cameron was evicted last night, but I want to feel bad, and I felt bad for a moment. I found Cameron annoying, which is not the reason that I'm glad he was evicted. I'm glad he was evicted because he deserved to be evicted. He couldn't remember the clue that said which apple to choose. Guys, first and foremost, Big Brother is a game. And if you can't remember the clues to the game, then I don't want you there. And of course, everybody's allowed a moment. But you know your butt is on the line, dude. Don't be so cocky that you don't think you have to pay attention. So you know what? For that fact and that fact alone, I'm glad Cameron's gone. And honestly, I didn't like the way he talked to Kevin or the way his little diary room interview was like, don't talk that I'm your nephew. I don't know. I didn't like it. He rubbed me the wrong way. So peace, Cameron. He's, you're not on the bottom of the list, but you're not going to be remembered because you were jodied. And then I have Raven. 
Raven's pretty polarizing. You guys had a lot of strong feelings about Raven. Uh, Raven is a uh, professional dancer, ballerina, and she runs a ghost hunting business. So cool. Raven is quirky. You know, she has a like she reminds me a little bit of Bronte where her her mannerisms and her sound is just like so unlike stuff that you're used to. I didn't hate Raven. I didn't hate her in the interview with Jeff. I liked her a little bit less yesterday, but I'm okay with Raven. I don't think she's going to go anywhere. And I think we can touch on that a little bit later, either in this episode or another episode. Raven, she's all right. I just, I don't see her going anywhere anytime soon. I think she's going to figure out a way to line herself up with the right people and she might stick around for a little bit. And then the last person, well, there's two people. One of them is Paul. I didn't include Paul in the regular list because he's a returner. I watched the season last year. (laughs) I loved Paul, so I saved him for last. Finally, I have, and I actually wrote this down, Rodeo, because I couldn't remember his name. Now, it's weird to say that his personality didn't strike me enough to put him up top, but like I said, These are also the people whose names I cared to remember. And this guy annoys me like nothing else. I get it. That's his character. That's his bucket. That's his role is to be like the loud, outgoing, crazy. What's his name? Whistlenut. Whistlenut is his rodeo clown name. Okay. That's fine. I'm fine with it. I mean, how long do we have to put up with him? I don't know. I don't see a lot of strategy coming from him. I'm hoping that we get some strategy from him, but I just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to see it. So he's like kind of the bottom of my list right now. Uh, He might be the one I can live without the most if I had to pick one. And then, like I said, last is Paul. So if you didn't watch last season, Paul was final two up against Nicole. And many of us, myself included, feel like Paul was robbed a little bit. Um, I don't blame Devon like everyone else does. She just happened to be the last one to cast her vote. It's not her fault. If you put her in in another order, it would have been someone else that voted Paul out um, or didn't or voted for Nicole, I should say. Um, But yeah, Paul, I mean, Paul's great. I just didn't want to see Paul this season. I love Paul. I follow Paul on Twitter. I follow Paul on Snapchat. I follow Paul. I think I might have followed him on Instagram. And that's where I want to see Paul. I don't need him this season. And I really hate when they do this. They bring back one vet to kind of stand up against everybody else on the team, on um, all the newcomers. And I just, I don't like it. It's not, it's not my favorite thing. But Paul's here and and I'm excited. I'll watch him. I think he'll I think he's probably gonna do what CBS wants him to do, and that's bring in viewers that maybe might have wanted to give up last season or give up after the terrible BBOTT this winter. Um so I'm inter- I'm interested to see him play without Victor. The one thing I thought was really interesting about Paul when they asked him or when they had him beg to see who he was gonna keep. I thought I wouldn't even know like what to give Paul. I mean, I follow him on all all these different social medias and I still have no idea like what kind of personality he has. (laughs) I I wouldn't even know like what to try to offer him to bribe him to keep me. Um, So really quick, I guess I can bring up like what I was saying about Raven. Last night after the show on Twitter, there was a picture circulating of Paul and 
Raven. Now, some people say that she might have just, Paul's an, uh, he's a singer, he's a musician. She might have just went to one of his shows and they got their picture taken together and it is what it is. You know, some former BB players were saying, I've met so many of you and I, I can't say I know you. Um, or somebody also said that they kind of remember him talking about her last season and possibly dated. So we're going to keep our eye on that situation. We're going to keep an eye on the editing surrounding these two. Um, we're just going to keep an eye on it. And, you know, it's interesting because he did pick her last night for the friendship bracelet. And it kind of surprised me. Because I, you know, again, this is so edited, but like I didn't get her pitch. You know, you're going to like my buns, hon. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't be surprised if they had some type of uh, relationship outside of the house. So that's it. That's it for what we have for characters. And I just want to take the last couple minutes and kind of just talk really quick about the season and what I think that they did that's interesting. Um, so obviously, I, I really I'm happy with the cast. I think I read somewhere that the average age of this cast is 29 and 29 and a half or something where before it was like 23 or 24, something like that. So I like that. I like that, you know, Kevin's 51, that this, you know, Alex is 27. I think she is. I like that. I think that the past couple seasons, Big Brother has gone off the rails a little bit. We do not talk about season 15. We just don't talk about it. It was horrendous. Um, the racism, the hate, it was just, we. I've, that season can just go somewhere to die. Although I, I do like Andy. If you guys are on Twitter and follow Andy on Twitter, he's like kind of funny <laughs> when you're not watching him like snake around a house. He's he's pretty funny. So, um, but that season can just go somewhere. But I think for the past couple seasons, they've just dumped us with models and recruits and nobody with any kind of background or backstory. And I feel like that's changed a little bit this season. I feel like they really went out and they picked people. And, you know, I, I was thinking about too, like the, some of the personalities that they picked that you wonder, are they going to hook, like not hook up, I, you know, not in a showman's perspective, but just in, um, a. uh, alliance perspective you know you have Cody and Megan who are both ex-military they both served overseas you know will they and she wasn't honest you know she just said she was a dog walker but will they kind of like um open up to one another will they use that will big brother encourage them to kind of dig into each other a little bit Ramsey and Alex both have that gamer side of them he's a cosplayer she's gamer he talks about gaming they kind of have that same wild and willy personality to them you know Will they kind of gravitate towards each other? You know, Christmas, obviously, and Mark are both like big, beefy bodybuilders. You know, will they sort of stick with each other? Um, even Megan and Jillian, uh, that was weird when Ramsey kind of pulled them together and they said they got along. You know, they're both not super outgoing from what we've seen so far. So, I really liked the way they did that. Um, I don't know if it was intentional, but I really liked the way that they gave us some characters or house guests this year that aren't completely missing or vapid or whatever the case may be. You know, we have some, I mean, you don't know who's a recruit. You can probably figure it out. Uh, but it's its a nice feeling to feel like they actually put some work into it. And that was the one thing that they did great with BBOTT was the casting. They did a great job. So kudos to Big Brother on 
what seems to be a dynamic cast this year, bringing a little age to the game could bring a little maturity to the game, which is good to see. We're going to get out of, hopefully, we're going to get out of some of that hatred that we've been in for a while, ever since 15. It's hard to pick out somebody who is racist or, you know, I don't know, bigoted, but you don't kind of get that vibe from anybody in the house so far, which, oh my God, please don't make me eat those words. Please don't make me eat those words. But, you know, that's comforting. You're like, wow, everybody seems like they have their own things that they're insecure about or that would put them in that bucket. So let's not, you know, go after other people. Hopefully we have like a good, clean game of Big Brother this season. So that's where I stand when it comes to the cast. I think as far as the, sh- the seasons, Big Brother is never going to stop, or CBS, I should say, is never going to stop meddling with twists. So if you're not familiar this year, the twists are all about temptation. So it's like money, power, whatever, any like arrogance, greed. It's almost like seven deadly sins-ish. So it, it'll be interesting to see um, how the, the season uh, twists and turns. Obviously, they brought Paul back, which I mean, I, I don't know. Is that a twist anymore? Like, is that just kind of like, bleh, okay, he's playing again. I love Paul, but I wouldn't, I, I just, I don't know if I would care if they voted him off. You know, I would care because it seems like if I'm Paul, I'm coming back and I'm getting voted off already. Like, thanks, BB. But whatever, I would just feel more bad for him because sometimes coming back like changes your reputation. I mean, you get you get people come back like Nicole, who was like a fan favorite and oh, not anymore. Or you have like Rachel, who ugh, I mean, no one could stand Rachel and she comes back and people really like her and really root for her. I don't know. Like I said, is that a twist? Whatever. And then finally, the last twist that they gave us at the end of the night last night was, I guess the audience is going to be able to vote on different temptations for the house guests. So the first temptation is three weeks safety. And what Julie said, which I think a lot of people miss, is that for every positive comes a negative. We all know that Paul's going to get this. And we learned this from Big Brother Over the Top that you people just tend to vote for their favorites, <laughs> even if it doesn't make sense. Like Paul can't get anything else. So you're keeping him safe for three weeks. But after that, he's fair game. And, you know, my guess is maybe that if the 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 negative might be that like he might have to go on the block or something the following week or he's not eligible for safety. So, um, you know, the voting thing, I will not participate in. So I'm not going to vote. <laughs> I I did it for the last season for the BBOTT and I just didn't like the divide it gave. I didn't like the fact that I was so, you know, I wanted my vote to happen so bad that it actually took some of the joy out of the show for me instead of just seeing where things went. It was like I would get, I would almost take it personal that it didn't go my way. So I'm not going to be voting. Uh, I might vote for HOH if, or not HOH, um, slop. I'll vote for that if we have it, but I'm not, I'm not going to be voting for different powers unless, I don't know, unless I see something crazy, but I just don't see myself doing it. Also, last night, you know, Kevin took the $25,000, which is, you know, what unleashed Paul into the house. Good on him. I would have taken it, too. I'm actually glad Kevin got it because I thought if if and when he gets voted out, at least he's going home with $25,000, which is, you know, it's more than they give the people who are voted off each um, each season the first the first time. All the first people voted off. It's more than they give them. So 
Big Brother should keep doing that. Everybody's got a chance to win some money before they potentially have to go home. So that's kind of all I have for last night's episode. I'm sure I'm missing so many things, um, but it's just so much. And I'm so excited. I'm so enthusiastic about this season. And I am like ready to go into my Big Brother hole where I am watching Big Brother. I am tweeting Big Brother. I am live feeding Big Brother. I'm ready. Is everybody else ready? Are you ready? If you're ready, then you can tweet me. My Twitter handle is L-I-B-S. BB pod. So it's libs BB pod. Um, and you can tweet me there. Like I said, I'm a retweeter. I'm not as clever as I want to be, but I'm a retweeter. So if you tweet me, if you put up some good tweets, I'm always like scouring the BB19 hashtag or the BBLF, the BB live feed hashtag. Um, and I'll tweet them out. And if you have any other opinions or if you have any other thoughts on the show, um, you can email me at libsbbpod at gmail.com. And if there's any articles, or anybody that you think I should follow or any articles that you think I should read to get some insight or heck, if you have any insight to the show or know anybody that does, all opinions are welcome. Hopefully they're all good ones, but all opinions are welcome. Um, So thanks for listening. Uh, Again, be excited. We have a fresh batch of house guests and a whole summer with them. So thanks for listening. I hope you'll subscribe. I hope you'll hit a like button. I hope you'll tune in again. Uh, we'll get our schedule situated because I know the schedule changes. Uh, and once we establish like our, our cycle of HOH and veto and block and all that kind of stuff, we'll definitely have these pods down and we'll definitely have a schedule and, and we'll have these ready to go. I don't know if they'll always be as long as this one. I really just wanted to talk about the the house guests tonight. I think it's a great starting point before we go in and we start getting blinded by good and bad and alliances and cheesy names and pools and hot tubs and all that stuff. I, I wanted to kind of get this fresh take, my hot take, if you will. I wanted to get it out there. So again, tune in. Thanks again. And again, tweet me, L-I-B-S-B-B pod. Thanks.